0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today, I want to talk about values. What a surprise, although we always get to values eventually. Sometimes the topic is a bit different, but today it's about values. And specifically, I want to talk to you about how many sets of values you need to have or what I have around this. And... So often um when people are considering values or thinking of doing values exercises there is a differentiation between professional values and personal values and I have that we just need one set of values. And so what um what do I remember mean that or, or where 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 does that come from? So Often in our professional spaces, we are asked to have this set of values that are different from what happens or how we show up in our personal lives. Um, And I think that's problematic in a couple of ways. So the first is that it feeds into the whole idea of professionalism um, and it supports that idea that, um, you know, there's a way to show up or a different way to show up in our professional settings or as a professional than there is just as a human being. And so that's the first thing I think is problematic. It, um, you know, continues to link into the whole idea of professionalism. And um, if you haven't caught my uh, podcast episode, I'll pop it in the show notes on professionalism and who exactly it benefits. Um, But spoiler professionalism benefits uh, the same systems all around us, the same hierarchies of supremacy culture. um, And so people with the more privilege and particular identities. And so professionalism plays into that. Because if you think about the standards of professionalism, it is often around how people dress, how people talk, how people, um, you know, show up. And of course, certain privileges. And the more privileges you have, the easier it is to do that. Dressing professionalism is easier if you are a white man or a Yeah. If you Google professional or professionalism, you will find pictures of men in suits and mostly white men in suits. Um, It discounts things like traditional dress. It is really hard for it. It it adds barriers for people who don't necessarily fit all of those privileges. So for trans people, for non-binary people. So if we're just, you know, I'm just using dresses and like dressing and clothes as as one example professionalism is really a way to keep people out it is not it is put forward as a standard some sort of standard of what like what we need to be to what deserve deserve quote-unquote respect or to be taken seriously it's like well if I get out of my dressing gown and put on different clothes then what does that change the ideas I have in my head, the thoughts I have, like how I show up. Anyway, I'm not going to get into attention about professionalism. I'll pop the link of that there. So, But one of the things about the idea of there's this different set of values is that it feeds into the whole concept of professionalism, that we have to show up and act a specific way to be seen as professional, to get the respect and authority and all of the and trust. And I, over my years, I've always felt that, um, yeah, professionalism is a bit of bullshit. But, yeah, as I said, let's not get into much of a tangent, Laura. So that's one of the pieces of um, the idea of having professional and personal values. And just like professionalism does, um, having separate sets of values, it it asks you to, um, you know, to, I suppose, almost like sanitise or um, to – to change your values to fit the system, to fit those supremacy culture values and to fit the whole idea of, you know, what is considered proper and appropriate, quote unquote, please, um, definitely um, quotes around those words, uh, when it comes to how we um, act and it is asking therefore us to play a part to play a caricature of ourselves to potentially even dehumanize and remove parts of ourselves our emotional parts our our parts of our personality parts of how we show up um, and that is what you know we're asked to do by having specific or separate professional values versus our um, personal values. And to give an example, I was chatting to a colleague several months ago now, and we were talking about values and they were sharing they had different ones, and um, but they were saying they were like, you know, pretty linked. And one of the examples they talked about was about joy and pleasure. And so in her personal values, she used the word pleasure. And in her professional values, she used the word joy. So it was like, uh, kind of like a sanitization or a, um, is that the right word? I can't think. Sorry, it's late at night. I'm recording this, or late late for me. Um, you know, it's kind of like you know, um, cleaning up the language, I suppose, or, or or changing it because heaven forbid if we use the word pleasure and associated with something professional. Um, oh, shock! How unprofessional of us. Uh, so it it showed how we are asked to, I suppose change ourselves, um, maybe make our personalities, our values more vanilla, more watered down, more, um, I really can't think of the word, Um, (laughs) more like, um, you know, just more in line with the values of the system to be, um, to be acceptable And if we don't do that, then we're seen as unprofessional or that that is, you know, that's a personal value, not a professional value. Like you can't show up in your workplace, um, you know, centering pleasure as a value. Um, So that was a an interesting conversation. It was a really great example of how just the concept of having professional and personal values, how it really feeds into that idea that we have to adjust ourselves and kind of like make ourselves less um, and show up in different ways and show up as a version of ourselves. And I really feel like that is dehumanising and it asks us um, when we have those professional values versus personal values – It asks us to, yeah, to be playing different roles, to be cutting off parts of ourselves, to be even potentially dehumanising ourselves, to be playing a role, like to be playing a version of ourselves in our professional and personal lives. Um, And that is, I feel, not sustainable. Um, And if we are having to show up differently, then one of those versions of ourselves is not us, right? It's, it's a version. It's not who we actually are. And when we repeatedly show up in values that are not exactly aligned, so, you know, maybe close, but not quite it, like not the words. And look, when I do values work with humans, we spend a lot of time on the words, a lot of time playing around and toying with those words to really get the word that is aligned with how they want to show up or how, you, and I would encourage you to do this, how about how you want to show up to to get really picky pants, as our Winnie Lingovic would say, or really specific about the words you use and, and what they mean to you. Um, because even just that slight difference between pleasure and joy, it has a different meaning. And it means that one of those words is closer or more aligned with your values and so um you know really really looking at that and if we are asked to show up in different ways to show up without parts of ourselves to adjust the words and those meanings then over time that there's a cost to be paid to us um a cost to be paid by us on our on on our um alignment with the work we do on our ability to continue to do to show up as a quote unquote in those professional values because if they aren't exactly aligned with who we are and they're kind of like a sanitized version of who we think we should be or a caricature or a version of ourselves you know the professional version of ourselves it becomes unsustainable over time and what it means is that we are either risk burnout or we risk that we will like you know that that people leave the profession because the values they're asked to show up in don't actually align with who they are and how they wanna show up. They're like this version of themselves. And so, what I would really encourage you to do is consider where you are at with your values. Do you have different values, or do you adjust them based on the setting? Because what I have, and what I um, encourage you to think about around values, is that values are person-specific, not um, setting or location or you know professional-specific. They're person-specific. So values are specific to each person. And one person, one set of values versus having them be um, like setting specific or, or, or location specific or, um, you know, um, whether you're showing up to family or whether you're showing up to colleagues, you know, people, other people specific, they're you specific, they're you person specific and one person, one set of values. And so I'd encourage you to think about that, to think about how that lands for you. Maybe it does land, maybe it doesn't. If it doesn't land, if you feel any resistance, if you think, um, as I'm talking about this, there's any resistance that comes up or like a little voice shooting on you or discounting this or talking you know talking the professional line, getting you to want to tow that. Um, I would again encourage you just to sit with that. You don't have to trust me or believe me. I'm putting forward some thoughts and I just encourage you to think about it and see, give it some time, like think about it, percolate on it, and let it settle in. I'd encourage you to have a look at your values as well if you've done the values work. If you haven't, I'll link to the first episode I did on a series, a several-part series on how to get clear on your values. So maybe you are you missed that. Um, maybe you've just kind of like stumbled across the podcast and, and you are new on this space, in this space, on, on the kind of evolution of getting you clear on your values i'll link to that so one i would encourage you if this feels a bit some sort of way or makes you feel some sort of way just to sit with that maybe get curious about what are the words you're using what's coming up and the other thing i would really encourage you to do is to look at your values look at the set of values that you have if you haven't done it go do the work uh, on that and then to see to really look at the words that you're using and to just run that through a little filter are you trying to quote unquote professionalize um so firstly if you have more than one set of values why um and if you have and i would encourage you to look at the different values look at which one aligns with who you really are and which one is more about who you think you should be or maybe it aligned with other people's idea of what a dietitian slash physio slash yoga teacher or whatever professional hat you wear, um, profession hat you wear, um, you know, whose version of that is is that and why is it different than just being a human? So get really curious around what's going on there. If you only have one set of values or if I've, you know, influenced you to consider having just one set of values let's have a look at those values and I'd really encourage you to look at the different words you use to look at what are the words you are using to wrap around your values or even your values themselves how do you define those words so let's say for example you have the word compassion Um, how are you defining that um, in your Values and just to check in, is there any of that kind of like sanitizing of the words or professionalizing of the words? Um, Are you changing the words to fit with a certain idea of what a professional would have, Um, or are you trying to contort or change the words so that they fit across different settings but it actually loses the meaning for you? So, really check out your values, check out the words you use, get super clear on what you mean by those words and run it through your values filter, run it through your you know, your felt sense. Um, and often there is that felt embodied sense or that like um, a sense, a, a sense in your body, whether it's a feeling, a knowing, intuition, whatever you might call it, um, when things are not quite right, when they're off. Um, and sometimes it can be that resistance of like a word is really pulling you, but you feel like you can't use it. Get curious about that too. Um, so for example, one like I said before about pleasure, it's like would you use pleasure in your values? If not, why not? Now, maybe it's just not your value, right? Um, but if you've got a word like joy or happiness or enjoyment or things like that, like why not pleasure? Like just get curious and and pleasure doesn't have to be your value. I'm not saying you must change it because now I'm not trying to um, tell you that you don't have the word that aligns exactly with, with who you are and how you want to show up. But I would just really encourage you to get curious I- around the words you're using and that they are the ones that align with you and just to double check for any of that professionalization of the words and the language you are using your values particularly when it comes to sharing them with the humans you work with to put on your website there just can be that pull um for us to really yeah professionalize things sanitize things um because we have this idea of um how it is quote-unquote okay to show up as a you know, in our, in our different profession based roles. Um, and sometimes that's like, um, gosh, I can't think of words tonight. Sometimes that's like, you know, covert it's like, or it's kind of like unspoken, you know, and just implied. Sometimes it's really overt. Like it's, it's actually said, like, this is what you, how you need to be and who you need to be and how you need to show up so it's understandable that we do have that and it's understandable that we might consider that um that we need to have different sets of values because that's always been the story that I've heard over my professional career like you know having what are your professional values and only a couple of months ago I was having a good convo with another friend around you know their values and like they are wondering around like next steps in their career and I was talking about well what what are your value like what values you know do you want to sort of show up in can you use those to guide you to like look for different roles or jobs they're not interested in um the entrepreneurial life or, or business life they're really um happy with the space that they work in they just were looking for a, a job that was better aligned um and she straight away was talked about oh yeah my professional like you know, went to that idea of professional values, and it is just really ingrained because um, we often have things like professional codes of conduct. We have this idea that yeah, professionals, particularly in the health fields, have to be, act, look, um, show up in a certain way. So I would just really leave this with you to percolate on it. Maybe as soon as I'm talking about it, you're just like, yes, oh my gosh, yes, I completely agree. Maybe it makes you feel some sort of way. Sit with that, get curious what's going on for you. If you do currently have two sets of values, why? Like, get curious again, what's going on? Bring both those sets out. Where are the alignments? Where are the disconnects or where are there any differences? If there's complete, like, um, like contradictions or anything like that, then that's a pretty big red flag to, to take a little bit of a look. Um, but maybe it's just as simple as some adjustments of words like you know from your professional to personal values or maybe there's certain ways you think you can or can't show up in either of those settings so just get super curious what's going on for that if you're on board you love the idea of just having one set of values or you already are just in on the one set of values train, then pull out those values and just run those words through your own filter just check there's no professionalization of the words check there's none of that sanitization make sure that they align with who you are how you want to show up that they align with your definition of those words and Just check there's no shooting Um, and none of those like, yeah, almost, um, yeah, feeling like there's certain words you can or can't use in your values, particularly if you are using them and communicating them through your business. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, Like I said, I'd really encourage you to consider having one set of values, but this is just what I have about this. Um, There is no one right way. There is no one. It's not, it's not black or white when it comes to values. It's just another piece that I'd like to offer up a different point of view, perhaps, or a different way of looking at it. See how that lands for you. If you've got any questions, comments, concerns, if you feel like I've missed the mark on this or anything, then please feel free to reach out. I'm always open to continue the conversation. You can send me a DM over on Instagram at dietitianvalues, or you can email me laura at dietitianvalues.com. If you enjoyed this episode, um, please feel free to share the podcast. Sharing the podcast episodes out to people that you know and like (laughs) and are in connection and community with just puts the podcast in front of more people. And I truly appreciate that sharing that happens Um, because I know for myself, often I'll start listening to a podcast because somebody's recommended it. So if this resonates for you, if you think this is a idea worth sharing um or a podcast episode worth sharing then please do um and absolutely reach out if you want to continue the conversation and until next time bye for now Thank you so much for listening i really appreciate you and the time you've given to me if you like what you heard please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out, at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging.